Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Tim. How are you today? Everything I know about is good. Let me start with the beginning. We'll get to the substance of the question here, but let me start with with that question of state involvement, uh, the extent to which the state should be answering this question as to when local school districts begin their school years. If the Clark County School District decides they want to start on, oh, I don't know, the 4th of July, why is that or why should that be a matter for the state? Well, that's a fair question, and uh, one that I get asked from people, especially administrators and teachers. And it's a mixed bag. I think there's a lot of different opinions on the issue. <clears throat> but, you know, the state funds public education over half of the state's budget, roughly $13, $14 billion a year, goes to education. And the Constitution clearly discusses the authorities of the local school boards, but it also gives authority to the state through state laws and regulations and standards through the local board of education but also the state board of education so i think it's a it's more of a team effort than it is them versus us Uh, but also we need some some discussion about how are we teaching our children in classrooms versus out of the classrooms and spending family time in the summers but also there's a question of cost when the highest months of energy cost is in July and August, that's when the schools, you know, are, are typically have been empty over the last three or four decades. Now you're seeing schools start back in mid-July, early August, when the, the temperatures are reaching 90 to 100 degrees. Energy costs are extremely high, and there's safety questions that also have to be addressed with that. So I think it's a good time to, to look back at what we've done, where we've come from, from a more traditional school calendar to where we're headed in the future. And we're not necessarily saying we should shorten the number of days we go to school, but simply slide that calendar back to a more traditional calendar of maybe a September, late August start date. Yeah, and and, and, well, the that's... local school board still have that local control. They can still control the, the 180 days, however they want to manage it. But let's not start before Labor Day or sometime in late August. Well, and that's the point I've made a couple of times this morning, Senator Gooch. If, if the legislature, and I don't know that that's what's going to be advocated here, but just for the sake of the discussion, the legislature says, let's just say there's a bill that passes and becomes law. No school shall start until after Labor Day. Well, you've effectively mm-hmm. decided not only the start date, but the end date. I mean, you've pushed it out another month in, in terms of what we're seeing in, in more recent years. You've also affected the end date for the school year. Well, there's a, there's two or three ways you can look at that as well. There's several schools now in Georgia. Murray County's one. I think there's two or three in South Georgia that have adopted a different calendar. It's not a 180-day calendar, but maybe they go an extra 30 minutes per day to school. Uh, and I've even heard of schools that are going four days a week. So there's a, there's a lot of flexibility allowed in these charter school systems today that lets the local control element stay in, in, in the middle. And I think that's what we need to look at is how can you be flexible, allow the local school boards to to make their own decisions, but at the same time, let's preserve that summer time for families. I've heard from preachers this week that are saying, thank goodness somebody's talking about this. You know, we've always had our, our revivals in our churches around the country churches in August. Now we've got all the schools that have started back in, in early August or late July, and therefore the, the kids have to go to bed early. They're not going to revivals. There's all kinds of examples of how people are reaching out and saying, we need to do this. 
and so I think there's a good time. It's a good time to talk about it. I'm not sure what the outcome's going to be, but I think we ought to have that discussion. And we did an online poll yesterday, and we've reached almost 4,000 people already on the poll. And it's polling 75 to 80 percent of the people that responded are in favor of looking at this. Issue. Where where can folks access that poll? It's actually on my personal Facebook, Steve Gooch, but it's. Um, Access North Georgia did an article on this earlier mm-hmm. in the week, and so we posted that article, and we put the question, do you favor a Labor Day start date, or would you favor leaving it as is? And 75 to 80% of the people that have responded are in favor of the later start date. Yeah, I'm looking and at it right 4, now. 4,000 respondents. Yeah, already. actually close to 5,000 now, uh, 4. Yeah, it's, it's moving fast. Yeah. So what's the percentage this morning, Tim? Well, let me see. Let me pull it. this up here. Uh, yes, after 76, I uh, say yes. 76% of about 5,000 say yes. 24% uh, say no. Leave it as it is. What's the process? What's the process? Now, you got this committee. You're going to go around the state, I gather, some meetings. And then what? Yes, sir. We'll we'll start out with just some data gathering. We'll look at what other schools are doing in Georgia, but also let's look at what other states are doing. I'm told without verification yet that a lot of states in New England still maintain the Labor Day calendar. And a lot of those kids and those parents are coming through Georgia and they're going to Florida for their vacations. And that's another issue. Our resorts and our our tourism industry is suffering because we don't have a workforce in August and September any longer to handle all the tourists that are still coming from these other states that still honor the traditional calendar for school starts. So there's a lot of issues that has to be looked at. So we're going to do some fact-finding. We're going to get input from teachers, parents, business community, uh, you know, everybody that's interested will come out and have some input in this. And then we'll make a recommendation at the end of the year back to the General Assembly. You know, it's a funny thing. You mentioned New England, Senator Steve Cooch. We were we were in Vermont uh, the week between Christmas and New Year. We're in Vermont. And we're way up north Vermont. We're staying at a little B&B. And I just happened to look out the window one morning, and there goes a school bus. Keep in mind, this is the week between Christmas and New Year's. There goes a school bus. So I asked the lady, why is that bus? It's, it, no, they're in school today. It's like 10 below. There's snow as far as the eye can see. And they're in school the week between New Year's and Christmas. And they do it differently up there in a lot of respects. Now, their school year won't end until sometime in June. So, I mean, that's what we would be doing. Again, we'd be pushing the end of the school year out a bit farther, which is, by the way, what I'm used to. I graduated in June. Probably you did, too. I did. Here's the thing you need to remember. This past year, my children, I have three boys, all three in public schools in Lumpkin County, they were out of school in mid-May. That was about 30 days after the last frost that we had in the spring. And the water temperature is just too cold to even swim in the pools or in the lakes in North Georgia in, in, in early May. So it, you're really not getting into summer until June, mid-June or even late June, and depending on where you are. So, And then you've got the issue with agriculture. All your farmers, especially your crop farmers in South Georgia, They've always relied on their children and the youth in the community to help bring in their crops and to harvest their crops. And they're having a problem finding labor. There's a shortage of of people to come out and work on the farm. And so there's a lot of issues that are pushing us to look at this again. Uh, It's been about 10 or 15 years since that was studied last. And I think Sonny Perdue actually vetoed the bill 15 years ago 
or 12 years ago, that would have made this a, a, a state law. So we're going to dust it off and have a discussion, get some input, and then make a recommendation. And we'll see what happens there, that January legislative session, not all that far away. State Senator Steve Gooch, uh, again, go to his Facebook page. The poll is up there. It's pretty one-sided, as we said, about 5,000 votes so far. 76% say, yeah, don't start schools until after Labor Day. Senator Gooch, thanks for your time this morning. Yes, sir. Take care.